Hello, guys. Behind the bunker. Welcome. We were just talking about the Buffalo... Earthquake. Earthquake. Did you guys feel it? Felt something. I, did, <laughs> I didn't feel it, but people no. in Buffalo did, apparently. They didn't, weren't sure what it was. I, people have, I've, I've been places where people have felt earthquakes, like locally, and I have yet to feel what an earthquake feels like. Mm. Mm. Um, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Thank you for joining uh, us. It's Monday night. It's our weekly paintball show. My name is Todd Ansich. Uh, with me tonight, uh, we do not have Josh, the non-sauerkraut giver, uh, Zubricus, but we do have Gavin Sharma from Terratech Industries. Just as sour and just as crowdy. Uh, thanks so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. Make sure you hit that like, share, and tag a friend or three in the chat because uh, it's behind the bunker and we need to kick it up a notch. Uh, so we'll be reading your comments in the chats. Uh, so feel free to contribute in the conversation. And uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Hello, and thanks for tuning in tonight to you. Uh, beautiful Behind the Bunker. It's Monday night. It's garbage night in Canada. It's actually garbage, garbage night. Uh, it's a nice night. It's not super cold. It's hovering just around minus 2 degrees Celsius. So that's about 31 degrees Fahrenheit for all you Americans and Fahrenheiters. The rest of you are Celsius around the world. But thanks for tuning in tonight. And we'll talk a little bit about paintball and more about other stuff. And it's nice to see all you guys in the live chat signing in. Nice to see Skull Monkey's paintball says, Woohoo, I've been waiting all day. Nice. I wonder how boring his day was if he was waiting for this. Nice to see Elliot Darno, Andrew Woodward, uh, Jason, George, George and everyone hey. else that's signing in right now. Gavin, by the way, I kept meaning to say this. I drove home from Toronto the other day and there was a place on um, just past the airport, first couple buildings on the left in Mississauga, and there's a place called Terratech. When I looked at the spelling, it was um, Terra and then T-E-C-H, like technology. And I got all excited because I thought it was like Terra Tech, but it no, was oh, Tetra Tech. That's yeah. what it was, Tetra Tech. That's not what our fact where our factory is. So. I know, and I got all excited. I thought, I'm going to go see Gavin, but uh, no. No, not so much. Not so much. No. Um, all right, so tonight, guys, we're talking about uh, referees. This question came in from um, our friend, Mr. Happy Holt, and he said, uh, you know, are, are refs a good good thing to have? A, I, I don't remember his actual wording. I don't have it written down now. Shoot. But we're going to be chatting about that uh, later today. We're going to be talking about the pros and cons of refing. Um, what else do we have coming up here? Oh, paintball extravaganza. 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 Paintball extravaganza. I have. Do I have some information on that? Paintball Extravaganza is taking place at the Avante Palms Avante. Resort and Conference Center in Orlando, Florida, February 28th to March 2nd, 2023. Um, it's where the industry and field owners and operators and stores and everyone sort of gather for, um, what is it? What would you call it? Uh, a meeting place, a trade show, if you will, a trade show of paintball goods, wares, uh, POS things, you know, everything that you need to operate a field. And then some. Um, the Avante Palms is located about uh, 30 minutes from the airport and about 15 minutes from Disney. So uh, make sure you're there. And uh, Joe has some hot off-the-press news about paintball extravaganza. Apparently they sold two extra tickets they, this week. They sold two extra tickets. Todd and I will be attending paintball extravaganza. Fantastic. Uh, we will be there. We're arriving Thursday. Uh, sorry, Tuesday morning. Uh, late morning, and then we're leaving Thursday evening. Uh, 
kind of late. So uh, we're going to be down there. We're going to be uh, sending lots of videos and producing lots of videos. Uh, we're not going to do a live show unless we do some sort of Facebook live um, show from the lobby. With Very simple with our, with our phones and our cameras. You never know. We might do that. Might be able to talk Todd into it, but we will be going to Chewy's uh, for Mexican fare and to uh, where's the other place, Todd? The steakhouse. Yeah, uh, Jackson's. No, no not Jackson's. I wish. <laughs> um, the Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse will be going to as well. So that's something we'll we'll talk a little bit more about. But uh, Todd and I will be there. We will have to stop, and I will have to get some distilled water from my uh, CPAP machine. But I'll be the only one that's using it. Uh, so uh, John Jones in the chat wants to know: Will there be free shuttle bus? Is that still running? <laughs> I don't know if the free shuttle right. bus is running, running. But if, if you happen to be in Florida and you fall into a ditch, run and leave your chicken because Ooh, the gator, alli- gator because, chicken because the alligators will get bait. you and you'll become gator bait. Yeah. Um. I could go for yes, I'm pretty chicken. excited. We're going to go down there for a couple reasons. We're going down there for paintball extravaganza, and then Joe and I have a couple side projects we're working on. Just kind of taking advantage of going down there, and we found some flights for reasonable and uh, well, super reasonable. Here we here we are. Um, did you guys say John Jones was in the live chat? Yeah, uh, he was. Yes, or oh, is. Okay, I apologize to whom sent this, um, but someone sent this my way uh, through behind the bunker. You guys can go to a website and get yourself road hunting for ditch chickens. <laughs> And if you don't like uh, the orange, it comes in the safety orange. Uh, it comes in black, and it also comes in uh, woodland. Oh, <laughs> woodland. Road hunting ditch chickens. So there you go. If you go to... Uh, Ditchchickens.com. Oh, I cut out their website Something address here. YB. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyways, maybe someone will figure it out. But there you go. If you want road hunting for ditch chickens, you can either go to John Jones's house and hang out, or you can buy yourself a nice hat. And Mr. Jones in the chat just said, want. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, my friend. Um, All right. uh, I saw this today was an ad on one of my feeds, and I thought of Joe. I thought this was the perfect tactical croc. Look at that. It has grip, but it also has that um, coyote brown with the olive drab. Uh, stretch that, there. No, it's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. So that you, one, that, that's a pretty nice looking croc. That's in speed mode, apparently. Uh, it's in speed mode. Yeah. Um, coming up in November third to fifth. This is a must go event. This is Fold a Gap twenty twenty three. If you guys want to get signed up, do so. There are some incentives. This game is brought to you, as you can clearly see by the poster. By behind the bunker and a couple other places like Falcon, yeah. And, yeah, but you know it's it's primarily behind the bunker. So get get yourself signed up for that. Maybe someone will, one of us will be down there. Some of us will be down there. Who knows? But thank you, Eric, for sending that in, and we'll we'll get you sorted out. Maybe we'll have a paintball field, and we'll be putting posters up and things. There you go. Um, I want to thank my friend Leds at Planet Eclipse. He brought something to our attention, and they have a new barrel system called the. SG or sorry the S63 power power insert barrel system the shaft barrel system I'm butchering it so the shaft 6 barrel system is what it is um uh, it's a bad mother may I see your it shaft, is please? so he, I'm going to I'm going to 
Do you want a long shaft or a short um, shaft? Do you have a, I've, I was reading a little bit about this, and I understand some of them are ri- some of them are rifled. Can we take them out of the package? You can take them out of the package because we're going to end up using these and shoot them. All right. Um, for shooty ball? For shooty ball. <laughs> I also see on the label here it says uh, uh, includes rifled power inserts by Lapco. Okay. Oh. So you know that Lapco has great technology, and if Planet Eclipse is working with them, then... Oh yeah! Look at that. Very cool. So I'm that's trying to open you guys have the back. Uh, who's got? I'm the, doing the same. Yeah. I will pull out my knife. Do you have it? Do you want mine? No, I have mine. Well, mine's better. Uh, vicious <laughs> knife. Mine, mine matches yours. Sure. <laughs> oh, yours is pretty nice. Is this one rifle? Oh, it is. Look at that. Yeah. So you can see that uh, it ha- comes in three sections. You have the back, the front, and then the insert. And this is what the insert looks like. And I like how the rifle, like, it's, 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 yeah, it's very well labeled. I enjoy that. Now, does it, is it come with a case? Um, I don't think so. I don't, I, I looked in the box, there was you, no case. You know, not only does Planet Eclipse have, you know, a way above average quality product, but their packaging and the way they do, do stuff. <laughs> Is really quite second to none. Look at that. So Joe says, "Thank Large you, Leds, shaft. for the barrel systems." And 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 he says, "I forget I asked about. Does it come with a case?" <laughs> well, I was wondering if there. Now, does, is this uh, all you gave us? Yeah, that, really. Is that one? Is, is that, that one rifled or no? It is not rifled. Now, does this just pull out, Todd? It's threaded, it, it's threaded backwards. And I'm holding the six seven seven. Nice. Oh, look at that. 677. That's something that you're going to use for sure. Remember when 689 was something you'd go, hey, make sure I yeah, have a 689 in my case. Um, also, Led sent something else from Planet Eclipse. Um, we all talk about wanting one of these, and we've been egging him on for months about wanting them. Um, Led's is not Santa Claus. He's not made of money, but he, he thought that he would uh, send us something for all of us to compete over and we're going to have to come up with a suggestion if you guys are watching at home let us know what you guys think we should do to compete for this and this this involves josh as well unfortunately he's not here you know what? This is really, oh, really. Oh, shut your mouth! Ah, I'm gonna bring wow. my, I'm gonna bring my grip. So open that up. But <laughs> the thing is, when I win it, I don't want your grip on it. <laughs> well, you know what, Todd? You can't really win it. You got to be in it to win it, and also a power stock. Power okay. stock. He sent as well. There we go. Fully equipped. Yeah, it's yeah. like you can. You open it up. It says, "Say hello to your next EMAC." It's like Tony Montana's talking. Montoya. No, Montana from Scarface. From Hannah Montana. Yeah, whatever. Why do you got to be like that? He was a great quarterback, wasn't he? Oh yeah, one of the best. Tony Montana. <laughs> Could you hold this? Yeah. Is there any mags in that box, Joe? Um, I don't know. There's. So I have much goodness. Look at Todd. Look at all the mags. <laughs> There's one mag. Oh. Oh, two, four, six, eight mags. Here, comes with and a nice barrel bag. It comes with a Can- feed neck if you want to run hopper. It comes with a wonderful Allen key what set. What color are the mags? Earth. 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 Oh. All right. I don't, I don't want me to ingrate. Okay, at all. But Does it come with a dump pouch? No, this this is a complete setup. So one marker between five guys. We got it. We got it. We got it. You know what? I'm gonna. I feel like the ugly guy at the orgy. I'm just never going to get a turn. <laughs> well, well, if you would win trivia once. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's all trivia related. Wow, yes. that's really neat. That's fantastic. Can yeah. we, so if you take that 
you take the front, oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy, indeed. Oh, let's you English Digging people have that done yourself. First the Crusades, then Money Python, now this. So that's what the, uh, whoops. <laughs> that's what the earth looks like. Pretty fantastic. And they're so well built, these things. Like, I'm so impressed with the technology. And I'm here I am gawking over this. We've seen them before. Yeah. We've seen them at shows. You know, we've seen them around the field, but, uh, you it's know. It's got Pac-Man on it. Oh, those are first strike rounds. <laughs> um, yeah, like, um, so all of our begging slowly works. We've got one. So we have, what, another five, six years of begging? And we can, the rest are coming <laughs> over the on the one? Titanic. Okay. Oh, no, how, many, how many mags, you guys are watching right now, we're going to watch the live chat. How many mags does a person need when they go on the field? We, he sent us eight. To That's me, that seems like an awful lot. Uh, is that no. what I, what, well? It depends. Like, obviously, with big games and such, you bring extra to load on the field. But uh, my vest will carry six. One in the uh, one in the in the well. So I'm usually walking out with seven mags. So Leds, he's you heard Gavin right there. He's calling you chintzy. <sighs> Well, he brought he he sent eight. So how is that chintzy? That's one <laughs> just, more than I require. I'm just kidding. So this will go on like that. No. Oh, that'll look beautiful. What? Sorry. <laughs> wait, wait, you guys. It's like a kid on Christmas morning. Sorry, anyone that's listening to this, we have a brand new um, EM, EMF 100, 100 and six magazines eight and magazines. eight magazines. We have threaded barrels. We have all kinds of quite really really quite honestly wonderful stuff and we're just going to put this together and we're going to Gavin you realize he's playing with your gun right potentially <laughs> yes okay. I can't wait to win that contest look at that <laughs> doesn't that look quite nice it's lovely so I think the first time it's we bloody shot lovely I think the first time we shot it we we all fell in love uh, yeah. just with the speed the accuracy uh, and yeah. simplicity of 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 the marker itself you pull it out of the box and uh, you're good to go. And the icing on the cake in terms of what Planet Eclipse has sent. Those barrel systems Absolutely. are fantastic. Really, I'm, really I'm, I'm, excited about, I'm excited about the gun, but I'm really excited about those barrels, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, so thank you to Leds from Planet Eclipse. And um, while Joe's playing with that, I also want to thank um, Anthony Ledger for sending in a package all the way over from the UK. What are we looking at, Todd? Oh, look at this. Hey, does the, sta does the stamp have the new king or does it have the queen? Uh, well, well, I'm not sure. One second. So I see I've got a, a playing card with yeah. leads on it. Yep. Playing card with Jack Woods on it. Oh, neat. So those are collector's items. Look at that, eh? No smell of... No gum. Didn't didn't player cards... I like hockey, hockey cards. Hockey cards. So this is from Paintball Mag <laughs> Online. These are the new 2023 calendars. Oh, wow. Oh, so we have that. one for the okay. studio. That's great. And a couple of, uh, looks like a couple of posters as well. So thank you. And uh, if you guys are looking for any any calendar, paintball calendars or swag, head on over to paintballmagonline.com and uh, have a I look. I just released the error. <laughs> so fantastic. Um, wow. We have I something else fi fun tonight. Joe didn't bother doing a vault. Well, don't make it sound like I... <laughs> you know, Joe's, Joe's being a guy. No, I'm segueing to why it's oh, great. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, let's that go. That was a backhanded compliment, too. Uh, so Joe had a stand in where his warehouse is, and um, someone did a did a vault for him. So maybe we'll watch that, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll, uh, we'll come right back. 
Meg here from the vault standing in for Joe tonight. Um, I had to look for what I would have in my vault since I don't keep as many things as uh, my husband does. But I did find some keepsakes um, that I may have stashed away. This one just for fun, a 2007 Concordia Club um, Oktoberfest pin featuring a very young Todd. That was just for fun. A little more paintball related. Joe dressed up in a Star Wars outfit for some sort of game at the field featuring Star Wars things. And I think I spy a Gavin in the background too. Another Joe dressed up for some sort of big game. I don't think at our field, but maybe that ACU tablecloth does look like a flag graders type thing. So Joe, and then this lovely 2004 edition of the coupon clipper featuring me. Um, this was on the very first day that I ever met Joe. Um, and the first day that I ever played paintball, I got talked into having my photograph taken for the front page of the coupon clipper. So found these cool little keepsakes in my vault. Maybe not as cool as Joe's vault, but I also have a lot more space in mine too. Okay. Have a good night. Bye. Um, that was pretty good. That was Some pretty handsome young fellows. That was, that was pretty amazing. Um, I was working all day today at Chickabee night, came home and I took Milo to swimming and then um, Meg sent me that, uh, her, her version of the vault and it's pretty amazing that she, I didn't even ask, she did, it just showed up and it's pretty, pretty good. I'm very, I'm proud of her for doing a good vault and I know she's listened and filmed many, many vaults, many, many vaults. Um, so yeah, thanks. Uh, bon Chick concurs and says that we need her to take over the vault series. So <laughs> she did too good of a job, Joseph. That's all right. Good. Hi. Hi. What's that? Right. Someone did something. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there. I didn't touch anything, but uh, I don't know if anyone at home heard that. In answer to your question about the stamp from from them, it was uh, it's still the queen. It's still the queen. Okay. I I, I would assume that's the stamp the way that is but that's stamp very cool and i'm finally now watching the live chat i had the wrong window open so thank you guys for tuning in um behind the bunker tiger stripe sith robes says devin schwartz <laughs> that'd be a lot right. that'd be a lot of tiger stripe i i'm you know i'm what, sure I'm, you have yards of it in your uh, storage do you not tiger stripe i have a little bit of tiger stripe but not a lot okay i have enough to make i have like maybe six yards and at one point i was going to get a tiger stripe flight suit made flight suit made but i never got around to it speaking of sort of flight suits do you know that for christmas i was gifted a gift certificate for iFly? what's that it's oh, the indoor, indoor uh, skydiving oh yeah okay i'm looking for i want to try that so bad i've been wanting to do that for years every time we drive by it's like i gotta stop i gotta go but yeah so at some point i'll try it I don't know if they'll give me a fancy flight suit or if I'll be just one of those guys like wear your jeans. floating into the wall or yeah, I'm going to wear actually I'm going to wear my Lululemon yoga pants tight <laughs> so it's all on me. There's no there's no baggy clothes or and there'll be nothing to the imagination, which is great. No, there'll be a crowd that forms around <laughs> stupid, sexy Todd.
How powerful are his fans? Will they lift him? <laughs> Matt, Matt Logan said, Meg, the special reporter from the vault. And then Jason Downs is the new barrel system for the G-Tech one. Is the new barrel system for the G-Tech 180R and the GO5. I, I would imagine they're all fitted the same, so they would all work on those mark particular markers. Wolf in the live chat says he did an episode on iFly. It's great. I if you uh, if you're still around later on in the show, uh, Wolf, maybe even for the after show, give me uh, give us a call. Call into the show if you can. Ty- even if you're on the treadmill like you were last week. Hey guys, <laughs> it's Wolf. Wolf said they give you a flight suit. Sorry, Todd. Oh, okay. You can really? wear my you can wear my oh. you can wear my Air Cav Vietnam flight suit if you want. <laughs> I wore this back in the Nam. How different is it? I was jumping Hueys. All right, so we did the vault. We're going to talk about the topic at hand. But before we do that, someone uh, named Brandon sent a a message. He says, hey there, love the show. My name is Brandon. I specialize in creating paintball grade cosplay. Mostly I like to make Halo inspired things. I'm a small artist. Um, Oh, you'll grow up and wondered what I could work on to potentially get mentioned on Behind the Bunker. Feel free to check out my Insta. There's a lot of pictures. Um, so here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Here's some of uh, his artwork. Look at that over a pair of die. What are they? I threes. Fours. I fours. Sorry. I-4s. Oh yeah. Wow. Oh, interesting. Pretty neat. So, yeah. Well, from the side, I thought that was like a hot dog, but it's not. <laughs> so very well done. Yeah, it's really good. What's his Insta handle? I knew you were going to ask that. I lost it. Um, <laughs> I will post it up later in the show. I'll put it in the live chat. Um, but give me a few minutes on that. I'll find it. In just and the follow-up question as well is, um, what does he have to do to get mentioned on the show? Uh, Perhaps you just find the copy and read it. <laughs> um, so his name on Instagram is uh, Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-O-N-L-A-M-I-E. Lamy? Lamy? So maybe someone could just put that in the live chat. Brandon L A M I E. Uh, follow him on Instagram if you guys yeah, are looking for something. Yeah, check him out for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. So tonight's topic at hand is how essential are refs to the game, and how do you stay on their good side? So we have lots of conversations uh, online, and we've printed off a lot of them, and we're going to talk about them. And if you guys uh, right now that are watching live have anything to say, by all means, post up in the live chat. I still have that Extreme Rage uh, rep jersey. <laughs> Who is that? Looks like uh, is it Chris, Chris uh, Yes. This is not one of our... our oh, really? It looks, oh. looks almost identical to him. No, anyway, but if you look at the bunkers and... Yeah, the, I guess they're red. Yeah. But yeah, those were uh, quite a quite a popular... Quite a popular ref jersey back in the day. Uh, Wolf Critchlow says, never argue with refs. They are the game. Uh, Devin Schwartz says, very essential. Tessie Smythe says, hello from New York State. Same with Gerald. Nice to see you guys. Um, what do you guys have? Uh, Thomas Bork says, the quality of a referee can make or break your experience throughout the day and ultimately keep players returning to the field. So a good ref will make sure you pick up teams are even in skill, uh, keep the gameplay engaging, and just respecting the field's rules. How do you stay on their good side? Don't be a jerk! Uh, to other players, be cooperative with the ref uh, and bring attention to possible troublesome players. Not so good refs seem to get hit by lost balls. 
Yeah. Jacob Bloom, I love yelling at people to put their masks on. LOL. I don't care how much of a goof a ref is. You can't shoot him on the field. He's out nope. there being paid to supervise your ass. Don't don't go shooting him. Yeah. I get it if he's being a goof. Like I I understand that. And I also understand in speedball, there's a, there's been times where people are shooting the refs to detract from what they don't want them to see on the field, and I understand that. But I really don't respect that at all as a as, as a player. I think that's pretty low. Uh, John Jones says, "Staying on the refs' good side is easy. Don't argue the calls. Walk off when you're hit, and don't be a dick. If you think the calls are, uh, if if you yeah, if you think the calls are wrong, humans are fallible and make mistakes." Uh, will be made. Refs are essential to the game, and I thank everyone that puts on a zebra shirt to make our sport what it is and to also help pull me from ditches. Uh, Jason Diff, refs are <laughs> the law. Jason Diff, refs are the law and order, and I think Joe mentioned something one episode about people who work there trying not to make friends with the regulars so it doesn't look like any biases. I see it at all the local fields here in the community in a- Arizona. People mean well and support each other but doesn't look that way to have a bachelor party or a little jimmy's birthday party that just got smoked by team team guys playing rec ball refs are refs that are professional and have that structure built in but it's kind of different from say in the late 80s through the 90s true enough if you guys want to be a part of this this conversation uh we'll take a call tonight 1-929-800-2075 the number's on your screen if you guys want to call in if you're listening and rewind, write it down. You can always leave us a message. one 2075 Mike Thompson says, People are inherently good. It would never take advantage of situations to further self-interest at the expense of others or the integrity of the sports game. Uh, then he goes on to say, As far as keeping yourself on their good side, uh, ask for paychecks. Don't cheat. Sincerely thank them for pulling you when you don't realize you've been hit. Basically, don't give them a reason to remember you in a bad light. They understand how competitive we all are. Don't let it go further by keeping yourself in check. Yeah. Uh, big hunk of funk. I like it. Uh, says, Cookies. Uh, uh, I know yes. he brings his cookies for the refs. Being on the refs, uh, Robbie Smith, being on the refs' good side is a negative during any kind of competitive play. It implies the refs are showing favoritism and giving people an unfair advantage. I say refs are important for beginners to learn the ways to play fair. We have refs on the field when we play, they just but they just stand there to the side after the break. My question is, how can players know the refs are giving their team a fair shake and not playing favorites? Yeah. Devin Schwartz says refs are never wrong. Their call is final. I agree with that. If you feel otherwise, save the discussion for off the field. And I agree with that as well. There has been times as a ref, as myself being a ref, I have made a mistake and I know I've made a mistake. But I've stuck by my guns. I've sent the person off the field and it was done. I learned from it and there's nothing you can do about it. People make mistakes. Nothing. You can't. You can't argue with the ref after the call has been made because that can't change the outcome of the game. It's right. not like he can put you back in, you know. Especially if you're playing competitively, they're not going to stop the game, put you back in, and go, "Oh, backsies, backsies." Three, two, you one, know? go. Yeah, exactly. So it is what it is. I mean, even at the you know the professional level, there are people that you can that you can see that do make mistakes. But again, the call is final, and that's what it is. 
Uh, Blake uh, Weisgarber uh, says, uh, to operate safely, you absolutely need refs. And if you want to stay on their good side, follow the rules. Don't argue with the calls. And the, uh, the field's pretty easy. Also, keep your freaking mask down. Yeah. I do like, we've got a local tournament series called the OPL here. And every year they do ref clinics. So if you don't, if you want a ref, you need to take at least two of the three courses uh, before stepping foot on a field. And then you need a refresher for the following season. And there are verbal tests on the rule book. Um, generally speaking, the referees that ref are players, so they know most of the rules, you know, as far as that's concerned. But again, even at that, you can make a mistake. You might think you saw something. Um, how many times do you watch a game and we think someone's been hit, but it's paint breaking yeah, off the 100%. bunker? Yep. Um, you go over there thinking you're going to pull a penalty and there's no paint to be had, but you can see it on the bunker. So, Are they guys behind the bunker? <laughs> yeah. they, then they start a podcast. Yeah. We have uh, Sebastian Xavier Meunier, uh, one of the lead refs in all of the world. Nice to see him. He's the, French, he's the French lead ref. He hit. He runs over and hits you with a baguette, and goes tabernacle. He tra- he trains uh, refs in French lick. Zane Smith. Um, somebody else will comment for this as well. Bribes, bribes. That's how I stay on their good side. <laughs> bribes. Um, yeah. And Benjamin Allen commented, "It's not really bl- bribes. It's called tips. <laughs> as long as you're <laughs> tipping the ref." But is it tips as in, like, here's a couple of bucks? Or is it tips like, uh, hey, get your head out of your ass? Or uh, <laughs> shine your, yeah, put some glasses on. John Jones said, I see Joe just learned, where'd it go? Just learned the Magwinder before he opened the side of the mag. Yes, John, I know you were watching me. You're watching me. Anyway, um, I was opening the mag just to have a look at it. But you have to wind it just a touch to put the side back on but i was just playing with my earth colored mag or sorry gavin's earth colored mag yes thank you because he won it well it won't won't be josh's because he's not coming no but if if you can speed up the process for me leaving this evening just start packing the stuff up for me so we're gonna do a giveaway you guys it's up to you not the stuff not 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 (laughs) giving away sorry we're gonna do a contest between the four of us and who's gonna win and we're gonna do it next week so you have to be here to compete no, I already told you I'm going to be here next week, so I'll just take my prize and leave now. Yeah. Um, so in, in discussion on the on, on this, I, I don't know how you guys do, but whether I'm playing a scenario game, uh, a scenario afternoon, a big game, or even playing tournament, when I walk on the field, I say hi to the refs. Like, I don't, like, call them out. I'm not, what you know, whatever. But, like, you, you know, if they're chronographing me, I'll say thank you, ref, you know, or... You know, thanks for you know, thanks for being here today or whatever. And I'm not like being a kiss ass. I'm honestly like just like appreciative, and it goes a long way. Because when I was a ref, I had someone do that to me, and I thought that is the nicest gesture ever. And I thought I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna pay it forward too. What what from also from a ref's point of view to the customer? You know, we we would ask our refs to take a microfiber and someone gets a, a, a headshot. You know, wipe their lens off for them. And all our refs carry squeegees to squeegee out the rental players' barrels, and you know generally make sure the the rental players have some guidance. A ref, you know, a ref is in, enforcing the laws and, and asking people to follow along, but they're also they're also creating that ex- experience that you want, you know, you want people to come back. Right? Part of the fun of paintball, as far as I'm concerned, is the experience. And if you're not having a good time, then you may not you may look for other other things to do so it's up to ref the ref has to paint the picture create the story be the storyteller be you know 
be the game master. He, you know, each game has to be a little different, a little more exciting, and the, and the ref does that. So you want you want to yep. create a referee. Too, a so. good referee does exactly what Joe says. Uh, an overzealous referee is a little much, though, when he's creating something a little, little too much and a little too busy. Like, I like something simple. I don't want to have to do this and that and this, but I do like an objective. Um, you know, especially with newer newer clientele, it's nice to have. It's nice to have something than just playing the you know the same town all the time. At least having some sort of storyline or some sort of th- thing makes makes for a good day. I don't know. want to ignore this comment, uh, but I won't read it. It's from uh, Eli Galabois. Uh, he's a 20-year ref, field manager, game producer, so he's going to summarize it. So don't have the uh, don't have the time to read it. It is quite well written. Uh, so if you have an opportunity to read the chat back afterwards or uh, or the. Uh, the responses to this question uh, and take a look at Eli. She's got a lot of wealth of experience there, both from the recreational, the tournament play, and big game as well. So uh, check it out. Uh, but safety is the number one theme that runs through all of this. Yeah. Um, Sebastian Meunier suggests a good thing too. If you are a ref, but you're playing on a regular day, flashing the Van Buren boys sign to the other refs is a good idea. <laughs> I accidentally did that with holding a salt shaker, but <laughs> it's yeah. very helpful. Yeah, much like if you're a police officer or a service person, you get pulled over for speeding. If you flash that badge of yours while you're getting your license inadvertently, mysteriously, those go away, apparently. All right. Any other thoughts, Gavin? What are your thoughts on this whole thing? No, I think uh, I think everybody sort of summed it up really, really nicely. Uh, don't be a jackass. Play within the rules. Uh, whether you are correct or aggrieved, um, just suck it up and walk off the field and wait for the next game. Yeah. Uh, there's no there's no value in screaming down a referee. It's not going to change anything at all. Uh, so again, um, people are human. Uh, people not saying that you know referees will be biased, but uh, if you're a jackass to them, they're a little bit less likely to. Uh, you know, err on the side of a uh, caution or uh, give you the benefit of the doubt if you're a jackass, right? Yeah. And Joe had a great point about having, having you know, the referee being the person who makes or breaks the game. Do you have any other points to that? or? No, I, I think, you know, it's it, it, almost enough said with the referees. We know you need to treat them with respect. We know that they can make or break the, the game. We know that it's, it's important for them to, you know, just all around be, be good guys and be adaptive. But having said that, somebody brought up the point uh, about, you know, the referees start the game and they end up uh, walking off to the sideline and just watching. I want a referee who's going to be active regardless of what mode I'm playing and floating around making sure people are playing safely and make sure people are playing fairly. Uh, I don't want somebody to start a game and just yeah. become a spectator on the sidelines, right? You can't be in the game. Uh, you can't you can't, you can't, can't control it. You can't patrol it. Uh, you can't ensure safety if you're watching from the sidelines. You have to be in the mess. Isn't it great when you have a ref you know, you go to a field and you have a ref who's into it. What a difference does that make? You know, we've all seen refs that, you know, as you say, pull off to the sideline and you're kind of stuck on your own. And, you know, as a new player, I remember saying to the ref, you know, hey, can you help me out? Like, can you check me? I think I'm hit. And they'd come over and go, no, it must have bounced. Like, I don't see anything. So play on. Like, that's nice to have that interaction. But if the if the guy's sitting off to the side and he's just kind of you know staring it's at his feet down, or, yeah, yeah. And, and that's, it, not, that's no good it really discourages cheating too if you have this ref who's going to pop out of nowhere you under, it's, it's sneakiness sir. yes right and uh, you know you're you're less likely to push those uh, those boundaries yeah. and uh, if you take a hit or a bounce you're not sure you just call yourself out or call a ref or a paint check I enjoy when I'm refing a scenario group or whatever I, I enjoy sort of making a game out of it you know if, especially if you're refing with someone else like if Gavin and I were refing the same group 
I'd be competitive with Gavin. And I'd say, okay, well, let's let's see how we do here. And, you know, Gavin would give some tips to his crew. Oh, I would yeah, give some yeah. tips yep. to mine, right? And it would be this, this uh, the customers would think that we were competing and it was this grand thing at the end of the day. But, you know, we'd have some sort of skin in the game and it would make it sort of fun, right? No, for yeah. sure. Yeah, no, I forgot about that experience. A friendly competition between staff. Uh, you know, you almost act as the coach before the game begins, and, and here's the play, yeah. and uh, hopefully it unfolds the way that uh, you, you've instructed them. Well, so Happy Holton says no phones on the field. I disagree. Oh, I gosh. think with today's day and age, <laughs> you need to be able to text your ref. If you're in a foxhole and you're, you're getting pinned down and people are peppering you, you should be able to whip out your phone and... In that you new know, app, Hol- skip, skip the ref. Hol- right? <laughs> yeah. Holton says he would... Happy Holton said he used to photograph with these ref. I would encourage... I would... The only time I would allow our staff to take out their phone is if they're taking pictures of people playing, and then we'd come back to the staging area. They would send me the photos. I would find the people in the photos. I would get their email, and I would send them pictures. Years and years ago, we used to take a group photograph, and we would I would take the pictures of the group, each group that would come out. I'd take their group photograph, and I would mail each person in that group a, a thank you letter signed, at the end and they would all get a group photograph of their day and it's you know since then it's evolved to now it's a did sometimes it's a digital used to be because we had a field yeah. back then used to be a digital image but we you know you try to take a picture or i tag people on instagram yeah. people want to be seen but you know it's pretty is great. that when you were taking a picture in the picture or want to be out of the picture uh, that's what and you know what you know what todd <laughs> that reminds me of an old game pooms pooms there you go um why they send us something too? Paul, yeah, they did. They sent us some. So Paul Poston wanted to know if we had the rifle, if we had the rifled insert. Yes, Paul. Inside this spectacular-looking tactical muzzle brake marker, uh, FDE grips, and uh, the camouflage version. This is that looks nicely uh, the, in Gavin's hand. This is the <laughs> rifled insert inside of here. It's quite. It's very well done. Very spectacular, and it's perfect. Sorry, I just had to release the air out of this. But anyway, we do have the rifled insert. It's in my marker, as you can see right here. Yeah. <laughs> you only wish. Here, Gavin, you can have this as a token of my appreciation. <laughs> it's a parting gift. Consolation it's like, prize. It's like when you're on Wheel of Fortune and some guy wins a car, and then you get you get the Wheel of Fortune home game. Gavin gets the Wheel of Fortune barrel insert. Well, yeah. when I was a kid, they're, they're, they're called parting gifts when you leave. It's right? a parting thought, gift. But I thought they were party gifts. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> what do they have in the party gifts? Yeah. Hey, Drogbear in the YouTube chat says, refs. He likes refs that prevent bunkering. They're the worst. I like that. I, you know, if a referee sees it coming, it's like, okay, you're out. Why? Because he just was ready to bunker you. I have a scar on my arm from that. Uh, um, Robbie Smith in the Facebook chat says, uh, joking about phones, how long until teams start using comms or radios to communicate on the field and they become legal to play with? I think phones Ooh. I think phones should be allowed in the field. I I always have it in my pocket just because it's it's there. I, half the time for, I forget about for it. For tournament play, I know it's explicitly in the rules uh, where uh, communicating communication devices are, are forbidden yeah but uh, i think the question he's asking how long until that's adapted where you're allowed to bring communication devices and you think it'll be effective i don't think i think for speedball i think any communication is wrong because I, I think it needs to it's like the old x-ball argument x-ball with coaching took away the athleticism and be, made people robots i think now with the way it Side, is sideline coaching sideline yep. coaching all that sort of stuff i think a player right now is on his own because he can't communicate without you know, talking or doing hand gestures like that's a whole other foot skill signals. in itself. Maybe maybe foot, foot signal, signal. absolutely. But on the oh. scenario field, the rent rec ball field, I think everybody should 
be able to communicate, whether it's, you know, using their phones, whether it's using walkie talkies, you know, uh, any sort of Bluetooth stuff. I, I think it's a great string. Yeah, I think so. I think um, we're not far off from having drones as well. Yeah, I, I, what, what, what's a drone going to see that you can't I mean, see. I, yeah, I, I, what, yeah. Um, John Jones says the EMF works great with a loader in uh, Mac events mm. as well. Yeah, I can, I can see that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you guys, uh, since we're talking Planet Eclipse, can I tell you that every game, bunker, or gunfight has a story, and now it's time to pull the trigger on a Planet Eclipse product. Whether you're storming the beach or landing the snake, make sure your story has a happy ending. Please. Planet Eclipse, creators of those happy I endings. Jumped the, I jumped the Planet Eclipse gun. Plumes, puffs, and clouds. EG Smokes gives you the cover, color, and contrast you need. If you're taking pictures in the picture and want to be out of the picture, pull a pin on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. Arabs, inflatables designed to hold air all day. Designed and manufactured in America by Brent Davis and his crew. Nothing can beat Arabs. Arabs, thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, multiple color and print options are available, so don't let your game be deflated. Get Arabs at Arabs.com. Uh, Rome was not built in a day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully sublimated team packages. Everything you need to look good on the road to victory. Use the promo code BTB15 to save 15% on your next order. Exalt, often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. It is tournament-ready, battle-proven, and it is available worldwide. Worldwide. DLX Technologies, inspired by the best, DLX has created the new benchmark in high-performance markers with the TM40. The evolution continues now light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available from DLX. From boondocks to boulevards, whether you are sidewalk surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel leaves the riding to you. Charge and go, day or night. Use the promo code BTB10 for 10% off at ride519.com. Thank you to all of our sponsors for sponsoring Behind the Bunker. Nice to have you guys along for the ride. Uh, with this comes a new year, maybe some new sponsors, maybe some uh, some lost sponsors. We don't know, but we're going to start sorting those out in the next couple of weeks. John Jones says uh, Jeremy Psalm is at the ready. What am I? Uh, what am I missing? Oh, in reference to sideline coaching. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I miss sideline coaching as a player. It was fun, but it also was. I don't know. Maybe I'm just looking back at it fond. I just yeah, willful nostalgia. It sucked yeah. ass. Uh, so it, <laughs> absolutely, it you know, as a player or as a. As a, as a spectator, Explain as a, uh, I as disagree. A, as a spectator, yeah. as well, people thought they were getting into the game, right? They thought they were screaming, yeah. uh, hated the jackasses who were pressing themselves up against the mesh. So, they're, yeah. you know, they were on the field, essentially. Yeah. Uh, the counter coaching was kind of funny, but uh, it was just, it was yeah. annoying. And it was not, um, it was not conducive to, hey, people are going to hate this, growing the sport and legit, legit, legitimizing the sport. Yeah. Uh, any other sport, yeah, you can't really scream and contribute to the game. You can, like, cheer for your team, but you can't, like, call plays and not anybody's listening yeah. either, right? Have you been to a hockey game? I, many, many times, <laughs> my friend, but how many people are screaming from the stands? You know, the, the, the guy who's got his shirt off and he's painted the devils on his chest, screaming plays. They're not listening El to Diablo. him, right? It's, it was a little different. Yeah. And the there's original... Player, there's people in the crowds constantly yelling, shoot. It yeah. frustrates me. Yeah. And, and do you think the players are like, oh, 
The fat guy told me to shoot. I better do that now, right now. It just it, it became obnoxious. Uh, and the original X ball rules, uh, it was only a coach who was able to do any uh, uh, speaking on the field uh, to to the players. Right? Yeah. Yes, they can communicate back and forth. But so let's say hypothetically, yep. the NXL or whatever league decides to bring back some co- uh, some coaching. I kind of like the fact that if you go to uh, an NXL event, they have bleachers. And you're not allowed to stop and stand on the ground level in front of the bleachers. You kind of have to keep it moving, kind of like a fire exit. So what that does is it keeps the sideline coaching to those people on. If if there was to happen, they would have to be on the bleachers, right? So they can jump up and down. They can hoot and holler. But at least they're somewhere. What I didn't like about the coaching before was people were pressed up against the mesh. So you put in some rope rope lines six feet back. People start pressing up those, and then they snap, and then they're right up against it again. So there has to be something, whether it's bleachers or whether it's concert barricades, something to stop people from doing that, and maybe even push it back 12 feet, just because paint splattering on the mesh. And I've seen players shoot the mesh yep. towards the counter coaches. Yes, that's true. One thing I did like as a, as, as, a, as a player as well, looking out and seeing people with S1, S2, where they were in the snake, you know, the Those, Doritos, the arrows, arrows. Signs? Oh, I, you know, I really, I do look back on that. I love the counter coaching. I love the heckling. I loved everything about it being on the field. And you have to think, being a spectator, being a coach, or being a player even in the pit, you think you're being helpful, right? Like being able to coach your player on the Dorito side from your own pit and what was kind of cool too. Right, I remember, you know, all the people in the pits as as, as the team would. How can I say this? Right now, as a, as a regular NXL game, you don't care what's happening on the field, even if your own teammates are on there because you can't be involved. So if your gun needs air, it needs to be repaired. You're dealing with that. You're not watching what's happening on the field. Where in X ball, you damn well got your two minutes. You got everything ready, and you were ready to go. So when the game started, you were there to help coach, right? And the coach would yell, "Hey." You know, yell snake three on on three, and you go one, two, three, and everybody in the pits would yell snake three, right? Or some sort of way to help help the team. I just thought it made it more people feel involved. Right now, when you walk by an NXL um, game, you just kind of hear people talking and muttering, like kind of like Wimbledon, right? But remember the old days when it was explosive, like everybody wanted to go and watch the game because they felt that they were going to help Dynasty beat. Well, alcohol helped with that right? too, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Help the fist fights in the stands. Yes, too. sir. Yeah. But okay, think about it. You're sitting in the stands. You've paid money for tickets, and then you get some jackass jumping up and down behind you, spilling popcorn and beverage on you. Come well, that's on. that's what Wolf just said. He says I, I I saw it as cheating, took away from watching the game. But Wolf was the only guy in the in the stands with his popcorn sitting down. He's the guy sitting down at the concert while everyone else is up there dancing, right? <laughs> I pay for the seat. I'm <laughs> going to use it. I'm going to use it. Rooney for everyone. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Wolf. I'm just kidding. Um, but I'm I'm that old man no, now, not. right? I don't want these youngsters sit, screaming and interrupting my night. Gavin yeah. yells at clouds. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Have you been able to get those teenagers off your lawn, by the way? <laughs> they shot my antique can, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine Wolf sitting on the bleachers, second, second row up? He paid good money. He's got good seats, and he's just arm crossed because all he sees is the back pocket of the gentleman in front of him, right? Some, like, some, the shirt, some of his shirtless <laughs> jackass with weeping welts from the game Aww. before, right? And it's just like, take yeah. a shower, sit down, and shut up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that, I'm that angry. Yeah. Remember when they used to have to douse the crowds because they got out of hand with Axe body spray? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. This has been a good show tonight. It has hey, been. Well, you, you fired was, me up. You got me angry, so I it's good for you guys. I was looking for some sauerkraut tonight, but I, uh, well, I didn't get any. Nope. So what do we do here? Do we stay live on Facebook? We have about five, ten minutes. Should we do some prices right? Should we move on to the after show? Well, people tune in for prices right and the vault. They weren't let down tonight, so we shouldn't let them down with prices right. Look at you always giving back, Joe. <laughs> well, all right. Well, let's do some prices right then, ladies and gentlemen. Is this for the gun? <laughs> All right, so ladies and gentlemen, the crowd has spoken. We're going to do some prices right, and we'll continue this uh, this train wreck of a show. So thank you guys, and by the way, thank you to all of you guys, especially some of the new names I see in the live chat for interacting. Sorry, our chat goes so quick, and we're trying to have conversations. So if we're not interacting with you, we just don't like you. We just don't care. I do try no, to go back after hard. the show and uh, and comment uh, for the stuff I missed. But yeah, absolutely. I know it's like three o'clock in the morning. My phone's dinging because Gavin's liking all the comments. Just kidding. It's true. All right, ladies Let's and gentlemen, Tipman X7 Phenom with really? E-Grip Full Auto Sniper Special. This has $500 in upgrades. Now, before you bid, we're going to yep. change the rules up a little bit, ladies okay. and gentlemen. I, the, all, all of what you see tonight, normally we bid in U.S. currency. It's all in Canadian tonight. Is really? it really? Okay. It is. Excellent. So if you guys are normally bidding $7 America and it's like $35 Canadian. So watch your bidding tonight. Uh, we're going to try to uh, we're going to try to do this with Canadian dollars. So Dan and Hardy says $399. That would be $400 Canadian would be what? Like less 27%. $327 bucks, something like that. $300 whatever it's yeah wolf critchlow says six hundred dollars canadian george hay 329 um matt's going to participate because these are not things that he did these are some fresh ones i did this morning oh and uh gavin you won by a landslide i sure so did, so did. i did i watch it repeat it's mine uh well, so i'm gonna, gonna start gonna, off next you're gonna claim this <laughs> I, i've already claimed it we're packing it up as we speak uh so that for that bad boy i'm gonna say 500 even bob okay Keith Kissel says 250 It's like having a Harley and getting it all chromed up. <laughs> yeah. What did Gavin say? 500 Can you what stop a, fiddling about, with my gun? What about you, Matt? Oh, okay. Um, well, this is a paintball show. <laughs> it sure is. Uh, $450. Um, okay. I'm going to say 360 bucks. So this has $500 in upgrades. Yep. This sold. I'm just trying to see if anybody got close to it. Joshua Estrada got fairly close at 600 bucks. This sold for $735.27. Oh, wow. wow. Canadian. It done got bidded on. There was uh, 16 people fighting on this one. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Oh, let's see. Oh, here we go. Okay. First oh. of all, before I tell you what this is, can we just talk about eBay etiquette? When you take a photo, can you like actually show what it is how do you expect to sell this i know what it is it's a it's a paintball warped sports jersey but like it looks like they're using it as it a, like a bag a seat cover yeah that's true and then i just noticed this too if i zoom in and scroll down yeah. 
There's his nice breakfast dish that he's got going on there. It's in his trailer. I don't know. All right, so here we go. Warp Sports black and red jersey. Yeah. Uh, Paul Poston put an E on the end of whoa. You don't need to do that just because it's Canadian dollars. John Jones says 150 bucks for this. Who got that last one? Everybody pretty much underbid, didn't you? Gavin. How did he get it? He bid 500. <laughs> what does he know? All right. Uh, I'm going to say $85, Bob. Okay. Joe? That's your name. I- I'm thinking. Oh, okay. I have to convert it. Um, Joe's hoping for a, a W today. 60 bucks. I'm not on 60 this. bucks. Elliot Darno says 75. $150,000 or some Tic Tacs and some stamps, says to Keith. $180 <clears throat> and 139 cans, says Dan and Hardy. Matt, what are you thinking? 50 bucks. Happy Holden says $92.50. Ball Poston, $100. He's having a lonely night in the garage tonight. These sold for $80.21. Oh, damn. What did Gavin bid? 85 Oh, what did I bid? 60 I love how you guys don't really care, but you get so into it. Um, all right. Pure Gavin's energy. cheating. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pure energy, high-pressure air tank, ladies and gentlemen. It's a 6845. Zuby has one of those. We could take the reg um, off. The tank itself is expired. Obviously. Now, the best of my knowledge is if you took that somewhere, could they not rehydrotest yes, it? Yes. Or does it have to have an active one to go into? Can, no. it, can it fall flat for four or five it, years? It can fall flat, but the, some of those regs... Those, you can't get off. You can't get off because yeah. they used red red Loctite or green, some kind of green Loctite, and you can't get them off. So They that, use angry spittle. That pre, <laughs> th- those regulators predate people taking their tanks on airlines. Other than the Hindenburg, and look what happened there. Dan and Hardy says worthless. I, I agree, but I like that style of tank, and I like the length of it. I, I like a tank that pushes my gun out Ooh. far enough that I can stab somebody oh. with. Like, I want a long... I know you guys like peanuts no. and smaller tanks, but I want a 68 or a, or a with a long re- reg or a 70. Oh. You I don't know. get a reg extension. You know who makes a reg extension? Planet Eclipse, makers of great reg extenders. <laughs> Um, green is permanent for Loctite. Paul Poston says. Okay. Eli Booth says green. thirty-five bucks. John Jones says eighty. A lot of you guys are passing on this. George Hay eighty bucks. What are you guys Good thinking? Idiot. I'm thinking around the same uh, sixty bucks. Sixty bucks, Joe. Uh, Joe should have went first. By the by. Okay, so go ahead. No, you did. All would right, you, thank would you. you. Would you bid? Well, you're gonna steal it now. But I said sixty bucks. <laughs> no, it's gonna be ninety bucks. $45. Just like Mike Thompson said. All right. So this sold for $53.47. Who would you get? Who got it? That's Matthew. This guy. <laughs> oh. All right. George Hay wants to know when it was made. Oh, Steve made it in 1971. <laughs> All right. Custom do? Turbo Shoebox Shock. Uh, I'm going to do some zoom-ins because I there's Select something on here you guys need rig. to know. Do you guys see that? That's not even connected to... It, well, it is by the macro line. But, but look at to just, the, like look at how that is being put on there. It's a washer. Bolt? Yeah, it's like a washer or a piece of steel. Like, 
Anyways, it, that's what makes it custom. <laughs> but yeah, it's an ion reg. It's not a max flow. Yeah. Oh, boy. I guarantee that doesn't work. Dan and Hardy said it's an ion reg. <laughs> really? But that's why I'm saying it doesn't work. George like, Hayes said those tanks only had a life, a 15-year lifespan. <laughs> oh, the tanks. Sorry, I thought, yeah, okay. Um, all right. Well, let's start the bidding here. John Jones is saying 350. Ian Ren says 450. And Elliot Darno 350. Okay. Matt, what are you thinking? Happy Holton. That's his gun. Like, that's his era. He says 235. Canadian? I bet someone paid 275. Wolf, <laughs> Wolf said 372,000 Timbits. And an Empire Axe? 125 says George Hay, and 235 says Tezzy Smythe. Tezzy. But what does Gavin say? That's, that's Gavin's cool. saying 200 even, Bob. Okay. Uh, Big Big Brewster R in the YouTube chat says 15-year life limit on U.S. no matter the hydro status. So that's up. That sounds about right. Yeah. There that has makes, to that be some That makes me sad. Of, yeah. I've got an evil tank that I want to. I do. Yeah. I've got two. Excuse me. Oh. I've got two of them. Uh, Turbo 4x4 Rare OG 250 Canadian Looney, says Mike Thompson. Joe, Joe what do you think? What did Matt bid? Uh, the current bids are 275 for me and 200 for Garvin. I'm going to say three a, $325, um, I think. All right. Joe, way over bid. 266 266. Who got it? That's me. <laughs> I Isn't it hard? You always want to be the guy that says a dollar in case everybody overbids, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. All right, let's. Uh, how are we doing for score, by the Gavin way? Gavin has like two or three. Gavin Matt has, has two. One. Joe and I have one. Okay, well then let's keep going here real quick. This one is a JT Pro Shield. Oh, look at that. That's, That's a Spectra. Key era. No it's, a, no, it's Pro Shield. How's it a Pro Shield, not a Spectra? It's a Spectra Pro Shield. That's what they're called. Oh, okay. I thought it was just Spectra. Good for you. Uh, well, according to eBay, it's JT Pro Shield. How many degrees of visibility, Todd? <laughs> 277. 480 <laughs> degrees. They're 260. 270, aren't they? Look at the package. We've been through this before. <sighs> 260. Okay. I'll believe you. All right. So what are you guys thinking? This is uh, used, but brand new lens. Chin strap still attached. Yeah. At least one, par- one part of it. Yeah. All right, um, who's going on this? Garvin, forty bucks. Okay, Elliot Darno says he likes hard bottoms. Joe, they make the rock and roll go around. <laughs> That's right. Um, George Hayes says thirty-five. Elliot Darno sixty bucks. I'm gonna say, what did you say, Gavin? Uh, did they say forty or fifty bucks? Forty, forty. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, fifty dollars. Oh my goodness! Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Um. $140. Really? Yes, sir. Wow. People don't know what they're bidding on when it comes to JT. People just think everything is worth anything. Dan and Hardy, 119 Canadian dollar reduce. Oh, Roger Weber, one container of grape icebreakers. Hey, I have some of those. <laughs> they have the life, ex- when you're chewing those things, they have the life expectancy of about a minute. I'll raise you one package of icebreakers. That's, is that 100 those are 100 counts, aren't they? 
they have to. Um, I say 103, and this one's shy. Well, we all get a turn to guess. Uh, I said 92. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll open it up and start chewing. Okay. So. So the bit. So the winning bid on this was 133 dollars. And I chose it. I chose closest. <laughs> Joe Goddard. All right. Thanks, Matt, for your support. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do something brand, brand brand new. Brand named? Brand new. Brand new. What's the score, by the way? Two, two, and one. Correct. <sighs> Spider Electra with I. Paintball gun. I? I? I. <laughs> Ever been to the paintball field, Billy? Yar. Spider Electra with paintball gun. Now oh. with shiny box. <laughs> oh, you're right. With I. <laughs> with I. That's right. There's a lot of the same flooring used in some of these pictures. Um, I don't know. 140 bucks. Okay. George Hayes says 175. It's a good place to start. John Jones is 120. Matt, what do you say? What 100 George, even. What makes George's so much better than mine? His was first. Oh. <laughs> Sir, what did you say, Matt? 100 even. What was Joe? Same as Elliot Darno. Joe was 140. All right, 141. Oh. <laughs> you, you Zuby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I hate to say it, but someone in the live chat got it bang on. And he is uh, known for living in ditches with his chicken. 120. Ah, I went over with my backdoor action. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're we all tied. Now we're tied. Was it rifled? <laughs> now we're tied. <laughs> all right, this is the tiebreaker. Lay right. it on us, Todd. All right. How about this? Because this could go any way of directions. Titman Model 98 with a hopper. And uh, it's original from the 1990s. Fast ship. All right. Uh, 98 Custom. Used, obviously. You is can it? see a little Looks bit of... Being good That's condition. New. You can see a little bit of rust on the grip screws. Little corrosion there, but uh, otherwise in good shape. That's a stock. Yeah, it's a stock barrel. Yep. Yep. You will work well on there, is that? Planet Eclipse. <laughs> All right, Gavin. No. No, me. Oh, boy. <laughs> so Elliot Darnos is 125. 89 bucks says Wolf Critchlow. Jennifer Montressor, 200 bucks. Wow. That's steep. George Hay, 85. What is Matt thinking? Tops out at $75. Oh, you jerk. Okay. Go, Gavin. I'm going to go 60 bucks then. Go, Gavin. What did Matt say? 75, 75 and 60 I'm going to go $90. What's the scores right now? We're all tied. <laughs> is this the last one? The I last want, one. Yeah. Well, if we're all tied. Okay, no, but I don't, I don't want Gavin to win, let's say, and then you get upset because he won. He's well, going to get upset anyway. I'm going to get upset and I'm going to make a big deal. And next week, even if I won, Gavin will have won. So really, well, I don't even know why I come to this thing. <laughs> All right, the winning bid, $93.51. Oh, <laughs> Who got it? No, that was you. Ah! <laughs> I won. So does that, that mean like I... a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> I get the... Um, that means I got the Planet Eclipse gun because secretly whoever won this. Oh, is it is, is Secretly? <laughs> 
All right. Oh, hello, Chef. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen that are watching us right now in uh, Facebook, we're going to say farewell to you guys. We're going to continue to broadcast over on YouTube and record for our podcast. So if you guys want to chill out and hang out a little bit more, head on over to BehindTheBunker.com or our YouTube channel, and you'll find us uh, continuing there. If you guys are watching us on Facebook right now, hit that like and share on your way out just so the people know. And uh, tag any of your paintball friends who uh, may be interested in watching a weekly paintball show. Or hell, go even and download it as a, as a podcast. It comes right to your phone every week if you subscribe. Kidnap them all and make and mm-hmm. drive drive somewhere for an hour and make them listen to it. Yeah, and uh, with uh, with Facebook being the way it is these days, you maybe want to subscribe as a podcast so you don't miss out on the shows. So thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you over in the after show uh, shortly. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on there. there. All right. That was a fun show. It was fun. I really like you. That. I'm a little disappointed. I got all the technology sorted out for the phones and no, 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 one, no one wanted to call. Wolf I'm a little disappointed. The and, the, and the BTB Tiger Stripe hoodie. Yeah. Um, was that the cat splat? <laughs> yeah, we didn't name it anything that to do with paintball, did we? No, that's pretty odd for most of your animals. No, yeah, yeah. Although, well, I'm not gonna say because I don't want anybody to steal my name, but I've got a great name for my next dog. Seven I want- soda, ah, soda. Damn it, you guessed it. Yeah, um. So yeah, that was fun. Unfortunately, we didn't have Josh here today, and I'm I am curious. We need to do something for a competition to to win this stuff. But in the meantime, we'll leave it in the stu- in the studio. Those barrels, I do want to take out to the field and do some shooting at some point. Oh, for point. sure. Yeah. I'm curious to see how those are going to go. And these mags, like we literally have an entire setup ready to go. I'm pretty super excited about it. So yeah, no, I, I really want to see uh, what these these barrels are made of. What what they can uh, aluminum. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Alulu, alu, how do you say it? aluminium? There we go. Aluminium. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, you know, it's pretty exciting, and I'm not. I'm, you know, my pants are a little bit tighter. I don't get yeah. really excited about barrel kits and, and have been in a long time, but I'm really excited yeah. about this one. So here's a question, honestly. What do you guys think of the color that was chosen? I I was undecided, but I like. Sounds that. like you don't like it at all. No, I He's like out. that. It, but it was like, do I want to get it because it it would, like, will I tire of it? But I really like that Agre- HDE agreed. pattern. Uh, I really agreed. do. Yep. I really do. The HDE is nice. I really like the flat, dark earth with just some black. If I could have black, black components or flat, dark earth. Although Lens, H- I like it all. Although the, is. Thank you for that. Although it. the HDE, <laughs> although look at this thing, look at the profile. The HDE is. It's pretty. It's pretty magnificent, and it's. It, I, I think it's a fantastic pattern. I really do. It is really nice. I think it's great. I just, and I, you can take the front end off and then put the longer barrel on it. It's pretty neat. <laughs> this is what our shows become. We have got a cat studio photos. cat now. <laughs> cat, yeah. Studio cat. Oh boy. Um, I was gonna say, White Lotus. I haven't watched it. Yay, nay. I haven't seen it. For those of you guys that are watching right now, White Lotus, yay or nay. I'm three episodes in. I, I hear that the second season's supposed to be better than the first, but so far, so good. Jennifer Coolidge is in it. So I was mentioning that to my wife last night. I said, did you hear? She's been interviewed several times, and she's been quoted to say that she's had 
relations with men since Stifler's mom well over like she threw I I thought she said over 200 people but my wife said it was way more than that she thought but she had also heard the same sort of thing but after 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 she was an American pie as Stifler's Stifler's mom she went out but there's a lot of Stifler mom there like she's a a a sturdy woman (laughs) a handsome sturdy woman (laughs) really I like okay we okay Sturdy. You're drunk and you're at a party and she shows up. Would you to to have bragging rights? Stefan's mom? I'm not 20 anymore, man. <laughs> like, come on. You got, My bra- you, got bra- no. you, got, you got bragging rights now? <laughs> yeah. You high five each other? Is that what it is? <laughs> what kind of show is this? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be one thing if you could brag like you banged like a s- celebrity like Angelina Jolie or someone who's like an attractive female. Meow. But like... <laughs> What, what do you think? What's going to happen? Like you, you throw a barbecue. I would get in on this. Is okay, that what you, you said? You, oh, you no. throw a barbecue with streamers and, and like, you know, like I bang Stifler's mom. And like, is that the celebration? Like, of how the do you do point? that? Like, I think you just ask her. But she was in a lot. She was in a bunch of stuff. She was in um, the movie of Reese Witherspoon. What's it? The Apparently there's a bunch of stuff blonde. in her. Okay. Oh, let's man. You can't. That's not, that's not right. <laughs> this is why we only get one gun. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Dan Hardy says that's quite the mountain to climb. <laughs> what he's referring to—I don't know. Maybe he's talking about something different. Uh, yeah, Stephen says heard it was great. <laughs> we um, did you? We watched that movie with Eddie Murphy in it, um, the wedding one with Jennifer oh, Lopez, um, um, Shotgun Wedding. It was all oh, right. No, I, was, I was watching the Jonah Hill one. Yeah, yeah Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill one. That one was good. I'll give you that. Uh, I'll, have it was to, okay. I'll have to catch it again. I fell asleep. I, I, didn't, so, I didn't pull a Todd. I wasn't doing an eight-part miniseries. It was but well I fell written. It was well written. Like the dialogue was really good. The, the the one you're talking about, Joe, was fine. I watched it, yeah, but it's like that wedding. rom. It's like that rom-com thing where you just kind of sit there and smile the whole time. And I did. I watched the um, greatest beer run. Most of the 